Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all comes into reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as Already Blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fetch. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray Rand, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We got to do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, Denar, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Listen. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Yeah. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. Yeah. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight till the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, wait with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference recording, press 1. The recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the up degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Wednesday, October 26, 2022. I've been 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. A wonderful Wednesday that it is. And let's get this party started. All right, Ray, did we send out anything? Uh, no updates went out. Well, let me see. We got any live callers on this line? I'm pretty sure there's at least live one. Callers. Update, I see, I'm pretty sure one update went out. Let me see. What is Ray talking about? No update went out. Uh, well, I didn't send out any. How about that? Oh, oh you sent out something, didn't you, about some arrests? Yeah, there was a meeting. Go. That's right. Forgot yeah, about that. We that go. went out. <laughs> There's enough people up here that they wasn't all that you could get anyway because they're already texting me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, which I expected that. Hey, guys, first of all, before we get started, it's going to be a great call today because I got some information to tell you. They're going to be excited. But I just wanted you to let you know that Walt texted me earlier and said that uh, – he had another commitment. I don't know if you want me to tell you all what it is or not, but anyway. But he asked me to go ahead and announce the RV, but I uh, assured him that I would wait until his day off or he had time <laughs> to do something else before I did that. So that won't be happening today because, you know, Walt says he has another commitment. Can't handle it today. All right. So you got to know that part. What did happen, and was good, and I'll just be up front with you, um, out of all the news today, all the articles today, 80%, if not 90%, are about the exchange rate and about how it's not going to happen, how it's not time for it to happen, how it would destroy the economy right now if it happens, all of those reasons why it shouldn't happen. But we'll have to wait and see if it in fact does. What happened Monday is what we talked about. There were 40 ministers who wanted to speak to the finance minister and the CBI director, and they were signing off saying they need the exchange rate completed or changed. Monday morning it was 40. Monday evening or afternoon it was 50. And they kept saying it would grow. So they had the meeting Monday night. Monday night at 11 o'clock. 
Sunday night at 11 o'clock. He made a decision, had an agreement. Oh, wait, wait, before I tell you guys this, that Jason knows. Couple, couple months ago, and my guy's been telling me, and it's been actually months ago, maybe even at the beginning of the year. This is how long you've been saying it. You've been saying as soon as the government is seated, we're going to see a rate change. Not that hour, not that day. Within 72 hours, we should see a rate change. So, Monday night's meeting, they have agreed, supposedly, and I'm saying supposedly because I can't guarantee it, on a rate change in the very near future. The very near future is after tomorrow noon when the government is announced because it's supposed to be announced official. Wait, because one article said noon. Al Karimi will leave his office at noon tomorrow because they're supposed to take the vote. But maybe he'll leave at noon because the other article says the vote is not supposed to take place till 2 p.m. But they already know it's going to pass. It's supposed to happen tomorrow. They're supposed to have a new prime minister, a new active government. The riots that took place on Tuesday while they didn't with demonstrations wasn't as severe as everybody thought it was because everybody didn't participate. Cigars people didn't participate. A lot of the other groups didn't participate because they're all waiting for Sadar to say do something is when all the groups will get involved. But he said he's going to give them six months unless they mess up this announcement tomorrow and have included the corrupt in the government, then all deals are off. So we'll see. Um, They have named the cabinet ministers, or they named 18 of the 22. Not saying it's official, but they put out a list. So far, none of the names that Siddhar was against are on the list. They've all been excluded so far. But we'll see what the final list is tomorrow. There's a couple positions that are still open, but that's because he's waiting for those parties who control them to submit their names for him to choose from. That's the only reason they're supposedly open. So if they stay with the current list, they vote tomorrow, they should have a permanent full-fledged government by tomorrow evening. If that happens, was agreed Monday night, because, I mean, I got the phone call 11 o'clock Monday night, which was right after the meeting. He came out, he's excited, it's done. But I got to tell you guys, be patient. So I'm trying to understand it. Because be patient, it's going to happen. This is the scenario. So I'll go ahead and tell you. They're going to change the rate this weekend, supposedly. 
I guess I wasn't really supposed to say that part. But I did tell you 72 hours after the government. So some of y'all can add and subtract, I guess. <laughs> so we are. What we don't know is if it's just going to go back to the 1200, 1250, or if they're going to do the complete RV. Now, I'll tell you why. If they don't, even if it just goes back to the 1200, 1250, then that means the RV's in January. Uh, because they are saying the new rate is still in the budget. So they'd have to complete the budget. If they do it this weekend, it's really just to satisfy the people, keep them calm, and they can say, okay, the government's doing something. They're sharing the money now. You know, they just gave us back 25% of our income. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to do it this weekend to keep the citizens happy and still looking forward to something else. So we actually have to see which way it actually goes. Now there's some negatives to going back to 1200 or 1250. Now there's like they said it costs $25 trillion. And I don't know what the cost is because they all got the currency in their hands, but they said it's what they're costing. But if it's only for three months, there's no way it can cost them $25 trillion. So they can do the RV at the point. But what has happened is what I've been telling you guys for the last 10, 15 years. They're not going to tell the people in advance they're going to change the exchange rate. Why? Because people would stop spending money. Well, guess what? There's rumors all over the streets that the rate's going to change. So the currency auction, which is the movement of dollars in the country, went from over 200 million a day down to 17 million. What does that mean? Nobody's spending their money because <laughs> they all think the rate's about to change right now. My guy was excited. He's telling me this is it. It was agreed. They were there, but they agreed to a lot of things. Because I'm trying not to get you guys overly excited, as we already know, and it comes time or day or, you know, after they vote tomorrow, and uh, this guy, the new prime minister, he may change everything once he gets the vote. I don't know. But supposedly as of Monday, they have set a new date and time for the rate to change. We just don't know it's going to be the complete RV or that. Why? Some of the people are arguing that they need to do it a little bit at a time not to shock the market like they did the other way. The contracts, give contracts, everything has to be redone. All the numbers have to be adjusted. They're using all that as a reason to not do it, they're saying, at this time because it's too confusing. Now, these are some guys, you know, new government officials. I'm trying to justify it for them, or they're thinking like this. They weren't involved in the initial planning of it or the scope of it, and maybe they don't even know um, the background of it. And they want to take time and figure it out because they're definitely going to be in control of it, whoever it is, and get blamed for it whichever way it goes. Or get the reward for it. So maybe they're looking at it. But they should have been looking at it all this time leading up to the prime minister because they knew it was going to happen. 
and get ready. But the good thing is there is some movement, definitely. There should be some movement over this weekend. And I tell you two things this week. Demonstrations, which wasn't as bad as we thought it would be, only because Sadar didn't participate because he said he wanted to wait and see what the government looked like before he took it down. And now on Thursday, after he sees what the government looks like, is he going to tear it down or is he now going to give them their six months to prove themselves? And that's really what we want. Give them the six months. In six months less, the RV will happen, the country be flowing, and it'll go. What he also said was they arrested 25 people. I tell you guys, they put some of them in the paper today, articles of who they were, caught them at the airport. Some were given up by new ministers to go ahead and arrest them. They went to their house in the early morning where they were still asleep. Man, that's kind of funny, isn't it? Some of you guys will laugh at this, some of you not, but. Damn, didn't they show up at Trump's house at 6.30 in the morning? <laughs> anyway, they went to someone that was still asleep, arrested them, searched their houses, did all that, confiscated stuff, locked down their bank accounts. Now, are you saying they did it because they want to make sure they don't steal or aren't in position to steal when the rate changes? That's why they did it at this time, supposedly. Locked down all their accounts. These companies, banks, people who were actually doing the money, so they couldn't steal when the rate changes. And they were waiting on this. And I don't know if that's the reason or Al Kazimi wanted to at least make sure some of them were arrested before he left office uh, to actually put a case in the courts to make sure it wasn't just uh, blazed over by the new administration, Maliki, or, or his guys. So we'll see. Um, today, they're supposed to vet all the names that he submitted do the background checks, make sure they don't have any criminal records, any pending legal um, procedures against them, everything else, so the vote can go through tomorrow. And after that, we're just waiting for the money. Oil is up, which means the rate is up. Again, over $4.80 is what we're looking for during the RV exchange, international evaluation of the currency. Not the in-country adjustment, but the international revaluation is what we are looking for. And the 481. So if they adjust it this weekend, it's a temporary issue just to get the people excited about the new government or to give them confidence and say, okay, let's see what they do now. Because they move that fast. There's the only reason they can see going into adjusting because they say it's going to be a problem anyway for the citizens. Because as of right now, they don't know what the real rate is. There's a CBI rate. There's a market rate. There's a Forex rate. 
and, and things are just going crazy. It's causing a lot of confusion because nobody's spending their money. They're trying to actually get rid of their dollars, not buying dollars. It's causing the market fluctuation, which we've always known. Like I said, I've been for 10, 15 years. They're not going to blatantly say we're going to change the rate on this day and watch the economy crash for two or three days or leading up to that day. That's never going to happen. What they are going to do is just what they're doing. Deny, deny, deny. We're not doing it, not in position to do it, and then just do it. So, hopefully, since I said it once, I guess I can say it twice. Maybe we'll see a change this weekend. All right, Ray, let's get started. Hey, let me say this. Because just sent me a, a, a message that I'm going to make some people upset. Guys, I always, I do, Ray, Ray, this noise in the background. I always try to look at things both sides. Now, this is me. I'm just telling you this is me for real. I actually try to look things at both sides. I try to look at the good and the bad, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, regardless of which side, right or left. You know, right now I'm talking about Democrats and Republicans here in the United States. I do. I try to look at um, things that are for the majority of people, not certain people. And I tell you, I got friends. It might surprise some of you guys, but I got black friends <laughs> that are Republicans. <laughs> I mean, we smoke together, eat together. I mean, that's what we do. We always have discussions. And I don't. And I think even them, and, and they are my friends. My wife don't know why. She's like, I don't even know why. Because <laughs> they are my friends because they're business people. They make money. But this is their thing. I'm telling you, this is their thing. I look at them. They're like, I got mine. You go get yours. Because that's what they believe in. I'd be like, what about this, this, and this? What about how we did this? That's their problem. It got nothing to do with me. And I'm like, and I say, you know, you were one of them five years ago, ten years ago. That's right. And, and that's their belief system. I can't get mad at them. I still like them. Everybody should have their own opinions. But when I'm doing something, I'm trying to use today's examples of what's going on in our society right now, good, bad, indifferent. But it's something you can relate to and understand. When I'm talking about what's going on over there, Versus what's mirrored going on over here. I mean, it's up to you to make your choices right, wrong, right, left, good, bad. I'm just trying to put it out here for you in a realistic format that everybody should be able to understand and have um, some sense of reality with. That's all. Because, you know, um, and I'm going to tell you guys, because it's not true, it is true, it's something we heard, and the truth is what you believe. 
And the truth is determined, really, whether we like it or not, by how many times you hear something before you believe it, or you actually start to believe it. But, you know, years ago, some of you younger people, you know, your 70s, 80s, might not know who Michael Jordan is. (laughs) And then again, you might, sports athlete. And they used to tell them all the time, why don't you get involved in politics? Why don't you talk about this or that? You have so much influence. And they say, he said, because Republicans buy shoes too. That's why. So why would I cut them off? <laughs> they buy shoes just like Democrats. I don't need to get involved in that. Now, first thing people come back, and he said he never said that. He didn't. A lot of people attribute that to the fact that why he doesn't get in politics. Why am I telling you that again? Really? Because on this call, we have Republicans, we have Democrats, and I'm probably sure we have some independents. And I know, because I get comments and texts from all of you, even that. And I have no problem telling everybody I'm a Democrat. Because I have, I have no problem. Say you guys call Ray a Republican because you do. Not saying that he is, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, he's just really not political because I'm not. Especially on this call, I just try and put everything out there so everybody can see it. Now, hopefully, I've satisfied everybody. All right, Ray, let's go. Uh oh. Okay. Okay, Ray's not a Republican. Get that back. Oh, All right. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> K-Man says, is there any minimum amount of dinar where you can ask for the contract rate of 2850? Is there a new Is there any minimum amount of dinar where you can't ask for the contract rate? Oh, no, no, no. Just ask for it. I didn't get a minimum, and they've always told us that. I don't care how much you have asked for it now. The only way you can ask for it is to have an appointment. Nobody that's going to the teller window is going to get the contract rate. You can forget that. All right, what's next? All right. Captain Willie says, who gets the money that is paid for the various Iraqi government positions? Who gets the money that's paid for our Congress positions, our senators' positions? Remember we talked about that on Monday where the lobbyists go out and they get all this money and pay for that? Iraq is no different. Those individuals over there get paid, and they get paid through the same contract agreements. And guess what? They said it's the investors who started all this. Iraq didn't know anything about it. They didn't know anything about politics. They didn't know anything about Boomby. They've been on a dictatorship forever. But the investors came in, start offering money to certain people to get certain positions so they could make decisions about contract agreements. Same thing that goes on here in the U.S. Some guys are lining their pockets, but how do they do it? 
you know, and I, I'm talking about here, guys, it's no different. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Our government is not saints. Everybody wants them to be, but they're not. And they're only learning, Iraq is learning what they're being taught, except then they got out of control. You know, as long as you're doing what I say doing is crooked, it's okay. But now you make up your own mind about it being crooked, then, hey, you know, how are you going to do it? Then now I don't agree with it. Why? Because I'm not getting my share. You're not doing it the way I want you to do and everything else. The politicians themselves over there get paid. So if, if SUNY is selling certain positions for $75 million, it's from his political party. And then the spoils are being shared among them. That's how it works. That's how they're getting the money. That's why I'm leaking them and telling them, get this guy, this guy, this guy, $75 million. They're going to pay us through these contracts with Iran, through this company, and we're going to run it through this bank, and this is going to be your portion of it. They already laid that out. That's how the whole plan works. Everybody knows it, and that's why it was so hard for Al Kazimi to try to put a stop to it. So he's saying all the people that are supposed to help me stop it are the ones benefiting from it. What's next? Uh, Red says, will the IQD currency be commodity or gold back when the RV happens? Say it again. Oh, current. Will the IQD currency the commodity or gold back when the RV happens. It's supposed to be under Basel three, so it's not just gold back. Yes, it's supposed to be under Basel three, which includes gold finance, country contract, everything, not just gold. Currency. Wait, wait. We didn't understand nothing you said. I didn't. I said, does the same apply to the U.S. currency? It's supposed to. It's supposed to be under Basel III. All right. Can you hear me okay now? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Are your, this is spec one. Are your sources able to confirm the U.N. dates that were given for the completion of the government and the implementation of their currency? Evaluation? No, because the UN gave them a date to do it. They already announced that part. The UN is letting this go right here because, oh, they were supposed to have it done, I'm sorry, by the end of the month, which they're clearly going to do. And as long as chaos didn't happen, it's going to happen. So if the UN is not getting involved, well, they're not getting involved now, so we already know, because the demonstrations didn't end up being chaos. And now the vote's going to be taken tomorrow. So the only way the U.N. now would get involved, so the hard didn't like the nominees, and he had all his people on the street, again, toppling the government, or he gave them six months, and they hadn't did what he did, and he topples the government. That's when the U.N., the U.S., would get back involved. As long as they're operating legitimate government and the citizens aren't trying to tear it down, there's nothing they can do. So that's no longer a concern. Because they're getting things done. They got enough people to get the votes tomorrow. 
The only thing that, that was questionable was um, Sunday, whatever his name is, said he wanted to take the vote on Thursday. And then members of Parliament Speaker came out today. That's not guaranteed because he can't just say what he wants to do. We decide when the vote was taken. We have to approve it. So that was just them trying to flex their muscles because today they came out, official document, the vote will be taken tomorrow, just like he said. So uh, that was the only controversy. They already know they have the numbers for the votes to go through. They're announcing who the ministers are, like I said, today. They got a whole list for 18 of them with their names, doing the background checks. So we should have a new Iraqi government tomorrow. And from that point, we should wait and see what actions that they're trying to take. Supposedly, again, when Al-Kazimi was going to be the prime minister, which most people thought was going to happen, it was going to be a rate change within 72 hours is what the contractors were being told. So even now, if the information he gave me is correct on Monday and they take the vote on Thursday, that should still happen. We just don't know what the rate's going to be, but supposedly they've agreed upon some kind of change in that time frame. Now, again, this was at the meeting Monday night. It was 11 o'clock at night. As you told me exactly what time it was. The CBI director was there. Finance minister was there. They came to an agreement which I probably shouldn't be as specific as I'm being right now. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, but uh, let me see. Ray texted me, told me to show that this it might be somebody else. Somebody else this time. Yeah. All right. So um, <laughs> we're looking good. Yeah, there's somebody else. So um, we'll see what happens. All right, what's next? Uh, spec one continues. It says on the last call, you were saying that the various votes and the completion of the government was supposed to be this week, but just before you signed off, you said it should happen in the next ninety days. Is there a reason for the ninety days instead of this month? I said, what should be completed? The government, right? The voting and the completion of the government. Was supposed to be well, this he had, you, know, you signed off saying 90 days. I don't even know if I should answer that question after everything I just told everybody. It's going to happen tomorrow. But I will. <laughs> because we don't know the future. Things change in Iraq all the time. Because he only had 30 days to set up his government. The next guy get 30 days if his if government doesn't pass. They have to sign somebody else, and the next guy gets 15 days. That's the entire process, supposedly, until there's somebody appointed as prime minister. So it could have been 90 days. Even today, and that's what I just got me saying, if somebody files a lawsuit or something, which I don't think is going to happen, because the court could choose not to hear the lawsuit, make it vote before that's decided, things could still go sideways. I mean, there's agreements break apart. Until it's done, it's not done. Right now, it's scheduled, especially in Iraq. Anything could happen. I, I don't know. 
but the losses that had to be done within that 90-day period of time. All right, what's next? Skin Man says, if the rate on the dinars increased to $4, could that have a negative effect on the economy of Iraq and us? I don't understand what the negative effect would be because that means that the dinar is worth even more, which means it's in a better trade position with countries around the world because they trade in U.S. dollars, which means they could get even more. It means that their products, services, and people inside Iraq would be able to spend less and they would buy in country instead of out of country because it would be higher prices, which would give a boost to their in country economy. So I don't know what the negative effect would be for them. The higher the rate it is, the stronger of a country that they are. And then the more they're going to get as they're selling their oil around the world, which keeps helping their economy grow. Which even now at this point, the stronger their currency is. The more countries want to invest, the more investors and individual companies want to invest. Go into Iraq, make the money they make, come back out, trade it for dollars, and get even richer in every other country in the world. So I don't see the negative. The negative they're considering is how it's going to confuse the people, confuse the markets for a short period of time, because they have to adjust all the prices or people will be overpaying in their own economy. That is a concern of theirs. How do we do this so that everybody understands? Something that you paid 100 dinar for on Monday is now only 2 dinar, and if somebody's not ripping you off by telling you it's 20 dinar and getting 20 times the money. Those are the things, that, and that's why they want to do it gradually as people – could get used to the actual rates. But there is no gradual going from 1,400 dinar to one to one. I mean, how gradually can you do that and make it worth what it's supposed to be without all the speculators in the world going to buy the dinar up? Nobody does that. Nobody, no country. Does it country like that? That's the rate. Says everybody knows it, but we're gonna do it over six months, a year, or whatever. But in the end, it's gonna be worth this much. You said I'm buying all I can right now, and guess what? You can't get your three zero notes back until you do that. Until then, they're still good. That doesn't make sense to me. If I even saw something like that going on. Should I sell my left toe? Give me $100 million right now. Because I know what's going to happen in six months, eight months from now. It's already started. I'm probably going to keep my toes on my feet. But you guys know. <laughs> anyway, that's not going to happen. All right. As far as the U.S., why would it hurt us? The more we could get for this, great, there's noise in the background. The more we could get, the more dollars we have. The more it goes into our economy, I mean, it definitely benefits us as denarians. And if what we know or what we hear is going to happen, 
and maybe the feds do a, another rate increase. Actually, I know it sounds crazy, but it's what they're talking about, causing a recession just to drive prices back down, then one of two things are going to happen. All the denarians are going to become super rich or all the denarians are going to become Republicans. (laughs) I had to say that. Because that's what happens. You get your money during a recession. You'd be like, I got mine. You get yours. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, that's just a little joke. All right. What's next, right? What? We couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand you. Unless you said 754. I don't know what it was. Is that me, Ray? Yep, that's what he said. I couldn't understand yeah, I it, but I, it sounded like I couldn't like understand it. him either. Yeah. But yeah. I guess since you hear me, Tony, I guess since you hear me and we're speaking, then I guess it is me. Um, yeah. Good, good morning, Tony, and good afternoon, Ray. Marjong lady in Florida. Beautiful day here. A um, couple of questions, Tony. Um, if they do what they say they're going to do and take it back to 1200 which really doesn't benefit us and doesn't benefit them, what does that do to our exchange? Do we wait now until it continues rising, or do you think they're not going to take it to the 1200 Okay. I'm hoping and praying that they don't take it to the 1200 <laughs> I just want the RV to happen so this nightmare will be over. I promise you. That's what I hope and pray. Now, again, that is the two scenarios that I gave you. If they take it to the 1200 and people adjust to it, which might have to happen, take it to the 1200 just so the people are calm for the next 90 days. They're happy. It's like giving them a 25% raise. They can afford their food again, everything else, pay their bills. You know, 25% that they lost is given back. And I'll give you guys that example forever. Gas is at 250 They take it up to $5.00. And they bring it back to three fifty here. Everybody's all excited. Well, at least it's not five dollars, but it was two fifty. Are you crazy? But people don't see that. Same thing here. They take it back down. It's not the RV, but most of them don't know about that at all. Well, they do know about three zero notes, but they're not talking right now about dropping three zero notes. They're talking about changing the exchange rate. That's all we're hearing. We're not hearing anything that says drop three zero notes or drop the three zeros on the note. And that's what we really want to hear in the education of those numbers. So, yeah, if they did that, and it could be because he was trying to tell me just have patience. I'm like, patience for what? For Saturday or for January? What am I having patience for? But there's something in the works. But that's what it would mean. Hey, if they do that, just be patient because that's the first step to doing what we really want. And that's when they pass, you know, whatever laws, rules they do, being transparent, 
and Sadar giving them the time to open their government or until they get the 23rd budget, the rates in the budget, even articles today, you know, saying we know there's a rate in the budget passed by the end of November like they suspect, then that would be the RV itself. I don't know what they're doing this weekend. I don't even know if they're going to do it, but you can clearly see through the articles, television interviews, what he said he was in the meeting. Everybody's expecting something this weekend. Okay. Um, The other thing with oil, um, with the failure in Saudi Arabia of uh, government to strike a deal with Saudi Arabia and they walked out, what is this going to do as far as oil coming out of Iraq? With the fail of our government striking a deal with Saudi Arabia? Yeah, they walked out on the deal. Saudi Arabia didn't uphold their end of the deal. It hit the news today. So the Americans walked out. So with that happening, what does that do as far as Iraq goes and their oil production. Are we going to go back to buying oil from them again? Are we going to continue buying? Is it only going to raise their ability with their money? How does that fit okay. with the RV? So I didn't read the article, but all I can tell you is we already buy oil from Iraq. The deal that Biden went over there tried to do with Saudi Arabia is for them to cut production, I mean, increase production, I'm sorry, increase production so the price would go down. Saudi Arabia didn't do that. They went with OPEC, and this was even a couple weeks ago, and said they're going to cut the rate first of November. That's why Biden said he's going to let out 15 million barrels out of our own reserve to try to keep the price of gas down here in the U.S. It has nothing to do with Iraq or anything else, our deal going with Saudi Arabia. Just try to use them as leaders to get everybody else to go against OPEC and actually increase instead of decrease. They didn't do that. So I don't know anything else other than that, because I haven't read the article if there was any other deal, okay? No, they just said that the Americans walked out because uh, Saudi Arabia didn't do the deal. So they walked out on all the meetings. And that's why I was wondering if this will affect anything, not as far as us purchasing oil, but um, if Iraq is going to increase their oil production because Saudi Arabia refused, won't this be an asset more for the RV because they're just going to have that much more money. So it's only going to enrich their coffers. No, Iraq has already agreed with OPEC to reduce their production the first week in November, not increase, reduce their production. They already expect the price of oil to go up through the end of the year, which increases their reserves and make the dinar even more valuable once the rate changes. So it's not going to affect us at all as far as stopping. It's not going to affect how much oil we buy from Iraq because we already buy what we buy. As a matter of fact, the last three weeks, 
the actual uh, purchase from Iraq went down, and that's because Biden is increasing what we're getting here in the U.S. Well, all I know is that the prices here were down to two ninety three a gallon, and they're now up to three twenty nine a gallon. So I don't see them That's going down at all. Yeah, have nothing to do with they oil. They have to do with your yeah. governor. No, I'm just joking. Okay. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Our governor took the tax away. <laughs> don't be dissing my governor, or I have to start dissing you. <laughs> Um, so, my, look, my next, nationally, yeah. though, gas has gone down 10 cents a gallon every week. So, unless something just happened, uh, I haven't even heard about it going up. Now, oil has gone up in the last week, two weeks, even today. So, it should be. But All right, what's your next question? Uh, my next question has to do with that wonderful, wonderful man, Maliki. How much say does he have in the incoming government? How much are they actually listening to him and abiding by what he wants? Or is he nothing more than a figurehead? He's a figurehead and he's still influential. Like I said, as long as he's there, um, they're having meetings at his house, which tells you he still has influence and is making some decisions or they would be excluding him from everything. So I think he's involved in every bit of it, who they're selecting right now, as far as their people for the positions that he wants. And they're having four of the ministerial positions. I'm sure he's helping them select them. And he wanted to make sure they got, like, the oil minister is going to be their guy. Now, whoever he is, he's not directly Maliki. I'm sure he's met with them. It's no different than, you know, Republicans, Democrats, when they meet with the House Speaker, when they're running for governor, center, everything else. You still got somebody above you until you become the president. And then when you become the president, whether you guys know it or not, you got a whole lot of people that can make a decision about what you say and do. Both senators and congressmen vote for it, vote against it. And I'm not even talking about the deep state government that put you there to start with, which I guess we don't want to go back to that. But you guys know the meeting they have in the Grove every year is something totally different. So they're just figureheads. There's somebody else pulling all the strings. Same thing. Maliki is there, and he still has influence. He's still going to tell them what to do. Until the moment they say he's convicted, arrested, in jail, he's going to have power. And as long as Iran believes in him, he's going to have influence, which they will until he's marginalized. All right. Thank you. All right. And I have one last question. How, how confident are you that something will change this weekend by what you've heard? I'm not confident at all. Because I don't know. I know what they said in the meeting, and as I said, we know Iraq will say anything and then do something else. We know they agreed on something Monday night because everybody got excited. And they know it's supposed to happen this weekend based on a new prime minister tomorrow. But I don't even know that that's going to happen. Because how many times they said they're going to take the vote already and didn't take the vote? <laughs> I know it's close to it happening. 
We haven't been this close. We have publicly named every minister so far except for uh, four. So we did 18 out of the 22, who they are, which organization they're representing, everything. And he's just waiting for their background checks to be completed today before they take the vote tomorrow. So we haven't been this close. So it's a good possibility. I started the call by telling you guys ever since January, I've actually been told within 72 hours of a prime minister being named, there would be some sort of rate change. And now I'm hearing that exact same thing again. I can't promise you that's going to happen because I don't get to make the decision. I can tell you that's what different agencies are saying. But here's the one thing we're not seeing, guys. We're not seeing bank personnel put on alert, standby, vacations canceled, any of the normal things that we see for an RV to occur. Now, today's Wednesday. If they vote and it goes through tomorrow, they could start Friday morning. They could have their people in place for Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. I don't know. But to this point, I haven't seen anything over here. The Treasury hasn't said anything. My market brokers haven't said anything. And maybe everybody said, well, we're not going to do it until this goes through. That's the part we have to wait and see. I think this is the next caller, 281 area code. Hey, Ray. Hey, Tony. How you guys doing? All right. Uh, How you doing? I'm good. Can't complain. Um, Some of my questions were answered on the last call. Um, But what I did want to ask is how how does that affect all of the contracts of the um, people that have come in from outside of Iraq? if they change this rate back to 1190, would that even influence or have any issues with the contract that's already been signed? Or it would just be something that they would be waiting until the first of the year to finish up. That's right. It wouldn't have any issue with the contracts because the contracts are all based on the RV rate. That's why they signed Mm -hmm. the contract. So if they said, hey, we're going to do this right now, okay. We're still not doing anything until you raise your RV, your currency. So you're not helping your economy if you make your people happy. But none of the things you want to do as far as the white paper agreements, all that, are going through until you do this. And um, at, so you you were just saying that you haven't gotten any information from the U.S. or any of anybody on this side of the of the pond, as they call it. Um, so you think you probably won't hear anything from them until after this government is seated, pretty much. Is that what you're thinking? Yep. That's exactly what I'm thinking, because we're not okay. hearing it. And, and I've known this since Monday night. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Nobody's excited. Nobody's preparing. And maybe they learn. Let's just wait and see if this part happens. Then okay. we can go back to normal and... Hey, the banks are getting ready. Because at that point, they could be getting ready. We don't know. Right. So uh, my last question is, why do you think there are different rates that you discussed earlier when you first came on? 
uh, between the CBI, the Forex, and I can't remember the other platform you talked about. What would cause that? Uh, people take advantage of people who don't know. There's a CBI rate, but then they say the, the markets post different rates. Uh, you know, right. the airport posts another rate. Investors right. in the forest are, are using a different rate. When there should be one rate in the entire country, like ours, it's just not like that with them. It should be, but because of the lack of communication, some people are being taken advantage of. And that's what they clearly said, that they are being taken advantage of, and those who know better are making money off you guys' emotions. That's all. Mm-hmm. And somebody is making money. Because I know that the um, people from Iraq that here in the U.S., we know a couple of weeks back you told us that they had appointments and all of that stuff set up. So I'm just wondering, you know, I guess they just can't do anything until the rate is changed, like everybody else, as far as yep. it's changing. Just like money. everybody else. Yeah. They can't do anything, just like everybody else. Yeah. So, we got to okay. Hold on, hold on, wait. Is she still there? Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yes. Because inquiring minds want to know. They sent me a text here. It says, Buff Lady doesn't cheer, sound cheery like normal. Is she having flat tire issues? Can you look <laughs> back there and flat? <laughs> I am not going to answer. <laughs> 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 I'm foolishness. not Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. We are at the bottom of the hour, so I'm going to keep it to the short version. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. 
And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT superfantastic.com website. Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions and follow the prompts as you go through. In the block where you are asked to type in your name on the card. After you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice and in that same block, type in your phone number there. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you have typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that blue pay key. After you have clicked on that blue pay key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk radio show. This way, you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, thank you, sir. Right, sir. Thank you very You're much. You're very, very welcome. All right, sir. I'll wrap this one up. Wait, I don't hear no music playing. Don't get no music today? Oh. All right, guys. Can you explain? Oh, I can't hear it. Anyway, tomorrow's a big day. It's our next big hurdle. Let's wait and see if, if uh, Al Gavini walks out the office at noon, says it's over. Then we know the 2 o'clock count is going to be good, just what we want. And from that point, Iraq has an official government, and they can make decisions about the 22nd, 23rd budget, and we can see change at any moment. They are. People supposedly in the know, fully expecting, expecting something this weekend. We just don't know what. And maybe on Friday's call, we'll have a better clue. We'll see if the banks are excited, treasury markets, anybody other than Iraq. And we can be on our way. So, in the meantime, in between time, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. Okay, we'll do um, a birthday shout out to Miami 23. Happy birthday. We wish you many more. Okay, ladies and gents, that's it for today's session. We'll be back on Fantabulous Thursday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going.
those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
Recording press one. This session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the wrap. Enjoy your hump day Wednesday. We are out here. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.